As there were three old gypsies came to our hall door They came brave and bold, he yo when this one sang hoy And the other sang la ho, when the ladies sang the raggle-taggle gypsy he yo It was upstairs and downstairs the lady he went Put on her suit of leather for low It was the cry all around her door She's away with the raggle-taggle gypsy he yo it was late that night that the Lord came in, inquiring for his lady he o The servant girls reply to him all she's away with the raggle taggle gypsy he Open saddle for me, me milk white steed, me big horse is not speedy he o I will ride and I'll see me bride, she's away with the raggle taggle gypsy he o Open he rode east and he rode west. He rode north and south the whole soul, but when he rode to the way he'd up and field, it was there that he spied his lady-o. Oh, then why do you leave your house and your land? Why do you leave your money-o? Why do you leave your coroni with the Lord of Alcora, the raggle-taggle gypsy-o? Yara, what do I care for me house or me land? What do I care for my honey? He oh, a yara, what do I care for me only but that lord? I'm away with me raggle tackle gypsy. Well, it was there last night, you the goose got their bed, with blankets drawn so calmly he oh. Tonight he a lie in a wahid open field in the arms of your raggle tackle gypsy. Yara, what do I care for a goose feather bed? But blankets drawn so calmly here. Tonight I lie in a wahid up and field in the hands of me raggle tackle gypsy. Oh, for you rode east when I rode west. You rode high when I hear a hold low. I'd rather have a kiss of the yellow gypsy lips than a whole lot of cash it has money.
Hello and welcome one and all. My name is Ian Lynch and this is Fire Drawn Air episode 11, believe it or not. And that was, of course, Planksty, the first track from their first album, The Raggle Taggle Gypsies, into Tourdom the Love. I don't know if there's many people out there who have not heard the first Planksty album, but I recommend that everybody should listen to it at least a hundred times. It's, uh, for me, definitely one of the gateway albums that got me into traditional music and song, and I really can't recommend it highly enough. Um, so go on out and get yourselves a copy if you don't have one already. Um, right, it's been a it's been an amazing month actually, to tell you the truth. I decided to go ahead and set up a Patreon account. Um, I know I was saying the last day that I didn't feel like I was justified in doing so, but after having a few conversations with different people and kind of mulling over for a while, I decided that if I set up an account, I could um, make the shows available to people to download as MP3s and also do a bonus episode for people who were signed up so I feel a little more, bit more justified in doing so now. Um, so if you're interested in signing up, you can um, find a link. If you go to basically, there's this website called Campsite and you can put up all the links to all your various manifestations and guises within this matrix that they call the internet. But if you go to campsite.bio forward slash fire drawn air, you'll find my page with links to absolutely every single thing that I exist as on the internet um, and you can go on from there and um, I'll talk a bit more about the bonus episode thing later but if yeah if anybody wants to sign up to the patreon or at least check it out and have a look you can find it out there Um nice one I've gotten yeah really like the support I've gotten so far has completely blown me away like I was expecting maybe nine or ten people at most you know like some aunties and uncles or something to sign up out of pity but yeah it's been absolutely amazing so I've been having just an amazing few weeks kind of buzzing about that you know you listen to these podcasts and radio shows sometimes and people are like oh my god we're just so grateful we just love you guys and uh, it actually turns out that's me and <laughs> when you know you listen to that and going yeah 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 shut up but uh when it actually happens to you, you're like, oh, oh my God, I'm so grateful. But actually, um, it's it's a very cool and heartwarming thing. You've all warmed the cockles of my cold, dead heart. So thank you very much. So up next, I want to play a song by an artist called Marley. That's M-A-R-L-A-I-S, who is an Englishman living in Berlin. And... um. As, as Marley, he's released an album already called Warm At Last. You can find it on Bandcamp. But this following track is unreleased as of yet. And it's called Meeting Is A Pleasure. Meeting is a pleasure Between you, my love and I and it's down in yonder valley I'll meet you by and by as I was roving out on Sunday 
passed me by And I knew Send my love a bottle And I'll fill it to the brim Saying drink my love to the bottom There's a Love. Uh-huh.
Ja, du må bare synge for jer. <clears throat> oh, Father dear, I have times here. You speak of where inside. Green, hard mountains, rude and wild. They say it is a lovely land where in a prince might dwell. So, why did you? Abandon it, the reason to me tell. Oh, son, I loved my native land with energy and pride until crops my sheep and cattle died my rent and taxes were too high I could not them redeem and that's the cruel reason why I left all skibbering. Oh, it's well I do remember that bleak December day. The landlord and the sheriff came to drive us all They set our roof on fire with their cursed English spleen. And that's another reason why I left all skibbering. Your mother too. God rest her soul fell on this snowy ground. She fainted in her anguish, seen the desolation round. Oh, she never rose, but passed away. From a life to mortal dream And found a quiet grave My boy in the Rollskibbering Oh, you were only two years old And feeble was your frame.
I could not leave you with my friends. You bore your father's name. So I wrapped you in my coat more at the dead of night unseen. And I heaved his sigh and bade goodbye to the old skibbering. Oh, Father dear, the day will come when in answer to the call. Each Irish man with feeling stern will rally one and all. I'll be the man to lead the van beneath the flag of green. And loud and high We'll raise the cry Revenge for Skibbering That's it. Oh my God. What a song. Um, that was Connemara singer Sarah Grealish singing at home in 2017 and that was a recording that um, the artist I played before Marley made and he sent it on to me um, thanks a million for that pal that was Jesus Christ I think there's something amazing about hearing a song that you associate maybe with a certain kind of a certain kind of scene and you've only ever heard being played in a certain way and then when you hear it hear a song with real depth and feeling it totally changes your idea about the song um, there is a great quote from Frank Hart who said that you should never judge a song by the company that it keeps and I think it's very true and actually speaking of Frank Hart whenever I think of this phenomenon I always think of the first time I kind of came to this realisation was listening to Frank Hart's la- um and the last album he made when he was alive called There's Gangs of Them Digging and the song on that building up and tearing England down I had heard I'd heard lots of times from different people singing it like the Dubliners and Christy Moore and I always kind of I just didn't pay that much attention to it because you know I think the ways in which I had owned, I had heard it being done before it kind of really brought out the kind of comic element and I remember hearing Frank Hart singing it for the first time and I was like oh Jesus it's actually it's a really tragic song and I really like felt felt the emotion and depth in it and it just goes to show you know it's sometimes it's not the song itself that you don't like it's just the way that it's been treated um, so I'll play that one next um, this is Building Up and Tearing England Down written by Dominic Bean and sung by Frank Hart oh and before I forget there's a new book coming out based on Frank Hart's recordings as transcriptions of all the songs he's ever recorded together with supplementary notes and photographs it's um, been put together by Terry Moylan who did the Indignant Muse book back in 2016 and it's being launched this Saturday the 26th at the Frank Hart Festival in the Goline, well which takes place online but um, 
yeah the book looks really amazing and I can't wait to check it out I have won a hero's name with McAlpine and Costain with Fitzpatrick Murphy Ash and Wimpy's gang and I've been often on the road on my way to draw the dole when there's nothing left to do for Johnny Lang Now I used to think that God made the mixer pick and hold so that Paddy might know hell above the ground and I've had gangers big and tough tell me tear it all out rough when you're building up and tearing England down In a tunnel underground A young limerick man was found He was built into the new Victoria line And when the bonus gang had passed Sticking through the concrete cast Was the face of little Charlie Joe Devine and the ganger man McCurk, a big paddy aids to work When the gas main burst and he flew off the ground Well they say, he said don't slack, I'll not be there until I'm back Keep on building up and tearing England down I was on the hydro dam Oh, the day that Jack McCann He got the better of his stammer in a week He fell from that shuttin' jam And that poor old stuttin' man He was never ever more inclined to speak And I saw balls McCall From the big flyover fall into a concrete mixer spinning round And though it was not his intent He got a fine head of cement When he was building up and tearing England down I remember Carrier Jack With his heart upon his back How he one day swore he'd set the world on fire But his face we've never seen Since his shovel it cut clean Through the middle of a big high tension wire And no more like Robin Hood Will he roam through Cricklewood Or dance around the palms in Camden Town Ah, but let no man complain For no Pat will die in shame When he's building up and tearing England down So come all you navvies bold Who do think that English gold Is just waiting to be taken from each side For the likes of you and me could never get an OBE Or a knighthood for good service to the HUD They have a concrete master race For to keep you in your place And a ganger man to kick you to the 
right to take part of what the bosses make when you're building up and tearing England down. So. A few weeks ago, my good friend Liam Krill over in New York sent me over a load of music. Um, Liam used to work for Rounder Records years ago and he's just got a really amazing encyclopedic knowledge of American music. Um, and I was listening to this album called Black Texicans, Balladeers and Songsters of the Texas Frontier. Um consists of recordings made by Alan Lomax and I was listening away and I heard this song start and it was you know the song when I was a cowboy out on the western plains but after like the first verse it then goes into a version of seven drunken nights and I was really blown away by this I was like whoa I never I never heard it being sung like this Um, so this is Percy Ridge singing a song that's called western cowboy but is actually a version of Seven Drunken Nights, or more correctly, Our Good Man, which is what Professor Child called it in his collection. When I was a cowboy out on the western plains, made a half a million pulling on my bridle ring. Oh, my wife, oh, my wife, won't you please listen to me? Oh, my wife, oh, my wife, won't you please listen to me? Whose horse is that in my horse where my horse used to be? Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Nothing but a milk cow your mother sent to me. Over many miles I've traveled, expect to travel many more. Many miles I've traveled, expect to travel many more. Never seen a milk cow with saddle on before. Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Nothing but a milk cow your mother sent to me. Oh, my wife, oh, my wife, won't you please listen to me? Oh, my wife, oh, my wife, won't you please listen to me? Whose boots is that behind the door where my boots used to be? Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Nothing but a milk churn my your mother sent to me. Oh, many miles I've traveled, expect to travel many more. Many miles I've traveled, expect to travel many more. Never seen a milk churn with the spurs on before. Oh, my wife, oh, my wife, won't you please listen to me? Oh, my wife, oh, my wife, won't you please listen to me? Whose head is that on my pillow where my head used to be? Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Blind fool, blind fool, you blind, you cannot see. Nothing but a baby your mother sent to me. Uh, this song was sung by Percy Ridd of Fort Worth, Texas, on April 10, 1934. So, needless to say, this discovery sent me down a deep, deep rabbit hole and the results of my time down in this rabbit hole can be heard in the bonus show that I made for this month. Um, basically, I look at the song from its 18th century origins in Scotland and follow it through um, the English versions, Irish versions, American versions 
And in America is where it gets really interesting because it's one of the only child ballads that um, black American musicians took up. Um, it was absorbed into the, the blues repertoire and there's lots of versions of it over there. And then there's there's even like rockabilly versions and everything. It was a really, really interesting few days spent looking into this. So um, if you're interested, that's in the bonus episode for the show. Oh, I forgot to mention as well, there is also a Russian karaoke version. It was um, it was translated into lots of different languages, and this this Russian version is maybe the the most out there. So Alan Lomax and his work kind of came up on my radar in a number of different ways. Um, I was reading a book called A Lush and Seeding Hell by John Horner Jacobs, and that was sent to me by Droid from the No Place Like Drone show on DDR. And um, if you haven't checked it out, really like take time out of your day to check out this radio show. It's my favorite show on the DDR Dublin Digital Radio. Um, just they're re- really good, really know their stuff when it comes to drone and ambient music. But this book, anyway, um, it was like all about a song collector, kind of based on the character of Alan Lomax, and all the stuff he got up to in the American South. Um, in the the first half of the twentieth century, except it like injects it full of cosmic horror. It's a really good story, but um, this kind of like spurred me on to look at Lomax's Irish uh, collecting trip, which he undertook in nineteen fifty one, which I'd known about for a long time, but I had never really looked into it in depth. Um, so I've been looking into this over the last few days, reading accounts of the trip and looking through his diaries and listening to all the recordings. And I decided to make like maybe like a little segment of the show every month where I'm going to be looking into different aspects of this trip. So this is the first edition of Lomax Does Ireland. You got a whaling song? You love it? Okay. about the sea. What do you call that over here in Ireland? Oh, that's the nicest song I've heard in a long time. <laughs> so, before he came to Ireland, Lomax was already very well known and an established song collector in the field, as it were. He had worked all over the state collecting songs and he collected from some artists that became very well known in later years like Lead Belly and Woody Guthrie and people like that and he'd also carried out collecting trips in Haiti and the Caribbean so in 1950 he convinced Columbia Records president Goddard Liebeson to commission a series of LPs that aimed to map the whole world of folk music speaking of Ireland Lomax said that the last notes of the old high and beautiful Irish civilization are dying away a civilization which produced an epic, lyric and musical literature as noble as any in the world. And it was no surprise that Ireland was the first country that he chose to record in on a subsequent trip across the Atlantic. Upon arriving at the ferry port in Rosslare, him and his partner at the time, Robin Roberts, made their way to Dublin, where they met with Sean O'Sullivan, Seamus O'Dellarga and Quivine O'Danaher of the Irish Folklore Commission. It seems that Lomax's demeanour earned him a mixed response here. O'Dellarga referred to him as the Texas Tornado, and Robin Roberts later wrote that he and O'Sullivan were the absolute opposite of each other. 
She said that Alan would arrive in his office in unpressed pants, a shirt open at the neck, big smile and a homeboy Texas accent. You could almost see O'Sullivan wince. It seems that he got along a lot better with Seamus Ennis, who he called in his diary handsome, slim and talented. And it was the latter's family home in North County Dublin that the two stayed in first. It was the 14th of January, 1951. As I walked through Dublin City at the hour of twelve at night, who should I see but a maiden beauty combing her hair with a four-pronged pike? Terry Adelaide, do day do day do Terry Adelaide, do day do day Terry Adelaide, do day do day do Terry Adelaide, do day do day as I walked again through Dublin on the same or another night, who should I see but the same fair maiden counting her cash by the candlelight? Terry Adelaide, do day, do day, do Terry Adelaide, do day, do day, Terry Adelaide, do day, do day, do Terry Adelaide, do day, do day. Courting women is foolish folly, and marrying women is just the same. Courting women when they're not willing is like throwing water against the stream. Terry Adelaide, do day, do day, do Terry Adelaide, do day, do day. Terry Adelaide, do day, do day, do Terry Adelaide, do day, do day. Seamus Ennis had been tasked to be Lomax's guide for the trip, and having carried out valuable collecting work for the Irish Folklore Commission over the last decade, he was the perfect man for the job. He was also a man who possessed a great store of songs, stories and tunes himself and so he ended up being the first person to be recorded by Lomax. By all accounts, the two men got on great and this first night together they stayed up drinking, chatting and swapping songs until the early hours. Lomax's diary says 5am. And by this time Lomax had recorded over 30 items from Ennis. In the west of Ireland, and all over Ireland, frequently a travelling person will call into a house for a bite to eat. They're always welcome, and the woman of the house will put down the kettle, make some tea, maybe boil some eggs, or whatever is to be had in the house. On this particular occasion, uh, a travelling man came round, uh, of whom I think the the, uh, man of the house didn't take a very good view. He probably had seen him before, maybe in a public house or somewhere. But the woman of the house, with her usual hospitality... Uh, laid out the table for him and placed a big lump of butter, a term we have in Ireland, miscon, being the huge pat of butter taken from the churn, laid on the dresser, and she cut a big lump off this butter and placed it on the table in front of the traveller. The old man, of course, had taken charge of the cradle. He was rocking the baby in the cradle, and when he saw all this butter going on the table for the stranger whom he didn't like, he began to sing a little song to the baby, at the same time speaking to his wife through the song. This is what he sang. And an impromptu translation would be, Take the slender end of it, ho wa ho. Take the two sides off it, ho wa ho. I'm giving you a sharp cry, O woman of the three butters, that didn't just give him the ration for one person. Ennis, who Lomax regarded as the best pipe player in all of Ireland, also played some tunes for Lomax that night.
After some trouble with the MagnaCord tape recorder that had been provided by Columbia Records, a replacement was borrowed from Radio Aaron. The next stop on the trip was with Elizabeth or Bess Cronin in her home at Ballymacary, McCroom, County Cork. Well, I'll, I'll do the meaning of it. It is like you would sing it for a child. Oh, if you were okay. passing the floor and I was there with a child, to get him to go to sleep. Oh, and you should sing something to the child, of course. <coughs> sort of a lullaby then, wasn't the it? The very thing. But this woman, it seems, was taken away by the fairies. So it was said. Oh. And they took her into the fort and she was minding their, their child instead of her own. Her people thought she was dead. But uh, she saw a woman down at the stream washing the clothes, and she went out and she took the baby and she sang for the baby, do you know, so that the woman that was washing the clothes would hear and understand. And gave her directions on the song, of course, when it was Irish, maybe that the fairies would have a chance to have not understand it at all. I see, so that... The that, the, you don't think that the fairies understand Irish, is that the idea? Well, I wouldn't know which. Maybe not. But huh? she took her chance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she knew the woman would understand. And she made it plain to the woman, you would see what she was doing and to tell her husband to come, do you know, and to take her away. That was the meaning of, that's how the song started and how it was carried out. And ever since then... Uh, You've been, your Irish mothers have been singing that same oh, lullaby sure, and course. scaring the children half oh, to death too, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so Elizabeth Cronin was born in 1879 and she had learned many songs and stories from her mother as well as on her uncle and aunt's farm with lots of servants coming and going over the years. I want to give a big shout out to Michael Steen who has just put up a good few recordings of Elizabeth Cronin on YouTube along with a nice little biography of her life and um, you can find that under the Iha and an hour on account but um, there's a great story there about how she learned the song Mavorian Bon 
Apparently she was sleeping in bed one night and she was woken up by a noise that she thought was a ghost. She soon realised that it was actually the sound of butter being churned outside and she discovered that an elderly neighbour was churning the butter to help her mother out and the old woman was singing songs throughout the night uh, while they were working. So Elizabeth went down and joined them and she learned the song from the woman as well as many others and she knew them all by the morning time. Really those listening to stories like these it really harks back to a time when song and singing was just absolutely everywhere. Um, so although Elizabeth was a native Irish speaker she also sang songs in English such as the following which is called Shul Agra. I would I were on yonder hill it is where I'd sit and cry my fill and every tear would turn mill as guilty to morning slan Shul, 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 shul Shul, so kaga shul ikyun Shul, kagar sag sag singing back in those times than there is now? Oh, a lot more. A lot more. A lot more. They have no songs now. Well, do you think really no songs? or No songs, only very, very little. Uh-huh. I wouldn't call them songs. Well, the old music is very beautiful, there's no doubt it is, about it. It is, but they are making songs now, they have songs, but I, have I don't think that they're nice. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is maybe I'm wrong mm-hmm. and that the songs are right, but I wouldn't think so. I'd rather hear an old man or an old woman that I'm singing at a wedding than to listen to all they have now from from six o'clock in the evening until eleven by night in, in the radio. Well, since I've come to Ireland, I can pretty well agree with you. You can. These Irish songs are just. I married a wife and got no good of her. Nice and handy, I got rid of her when she died. I closed the little of chest and time for Lenny's ball. And she stepped out and I stepped in again. I stepped out and she stepped in again, she stepped out and I stepped in again, just in time for landing in the ball. 
And six long months I spent in Dublin, six long months doing nothing at all. Six long months I spent in Dublin, darling, dance for landing in the ball. And she stepped out and I stepped in again. I stepped out and they stepped in again. She stepped out and I stepped in again, darling, dance for landing in the ball. I married a wife and got no good of her. Nice and handy. Just in time for landing in the ball. So that was the first episode of Lomax Does Ireland. I um, hope you enjoyed it. There'll be more of that next month. I want to say thanks a million to Bob Gallagher for sending me on the links to Lomax's diaries, which make for a very interesting read. So next up, I want to look at a few items from an album that I was turned on to a few weeks ago again by the e hitting an hour on youtube channel but this is an album of recordings that i think are some of the earliest recordings of irish songs that we have and there's also a few instrumental tracks in there but this these recordings they were made by a fellow called rudolf trebich and he was austrian as far as i know and he made a series of recordings in 1907 so the first track I'm going to play is a tune by the piper Dinny Delaney or Dennis Delaney and this was recorded on the 6th of August 1907. It's called on the album The Last Glimpse of Aaron but I think it's better known under the title The Coolin'. So there you have it, a recording of the Illin Pipes made 113 years ago. Um, up next I want to play a song from the album. This is a young girl called Mary Hoare who was 15 years old at the time. This was on August the 3rd in 1907 again and this was made in Ballyferter, County Kerry. And she is singing the song on Colleen Jass Cruchinamo. Oh! 
Okay, so that's nearly it for this month's show, episode number 11. Um, I'm really delighted that this show is carrying on and that I've been doing it for so long. It's such a good laugh um, and I love making it. And uh, yeah, it's just amazing that there's so many people out there listening and that want to support. It's very cool. Um, Yeah, if you feel like getting in touch, look me up on campsite.bio forward slash fire drawn air. All my links are on there, as I said earlier on. Um, I'm going to close out the show now with another song from the first Planksy album. This one is one of my all-time favourites, Andy Irvine singing The West Coast of Clare. Right, everyone, take care of yourselves and good luck.
I'll banish lonesome thoughts But they'll return again